Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Play ball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. The third base, that is a fair ball. Manny, an impossible play. Oh, got him! Manny Machado. The inside story on baseball and more. The winning run on second. I mean, who would you want up more than Johnny Trinidad? It's been a magical year for Johnny as he comes into the last game with a 699 average. All right, come on, it's getting dark. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. It's a perfect day for softball here at the stadium. 55,000 on hand for Johnny Trino. Bobblehead day here. I mean, it's a great day for the kids. All fans 16 and under will get one. And can Johnny go for the 700 batting average? Do you ever shut the f*** up? On 1080 The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. About to dive into the American League West. You can always find us on Twitter. Mike's at MikeLynch27. I'm at PDD085. Joe Fish, 3FISCH. And Big John in the house. That's J-S-C-U-K-A-N-E-C. Correct. Yeah. I appreciate that. You got it. Quit trying to make me feel better. I'm depressed for this part of the show. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, dude. David Phelps is gone. Seriously. We just, seriously, we just got done talking about that. I was counting on him, uh, but I want to. I'm gonna have to pitch the seventh now. <laughs> I gotta get loose. Sign him up. You could probably do it. I'll get you one out. Depoto I'll find a way. Stop. I'll find a way to get one out. Depoto doesn't do you think like. They'd be fooled by you lobbing it underhand <laughs> to the home yeah. to home plate. Yes, I think he starts swinging like. Oh, I think hit they would. With that Ephus ball, right? <laughs> Depoto doesn't like spending money, and if all you ask is a pass into the stadium every night, right? he might say yes he to that. He may take me up on that. I get you one out, Jerry. You, you don't need, need one out. Yeah. I got it. You don't have a seat, but you get in the stadium every game. <laughs> right. I'll take it. Uh, I want to use this opportunity to kind of, we say, last week we went through all the divisions and kind of broke broke down some teams. We skipped the Central and uh, what else we skipped? The National League East, because we all know the Indians and the Nationals are probably going to run away with those. Uh, but we saved the American League West for now, and I think this is an appropriate time uh, to kind of talk about this division. Now, before we really get into it, excuse me, I've been drinking. <laughs> I want to preface with, I think this division is really tough. I think this division is going to be extremely fun to watch. I'm extremely interested in all of the teams, and that includes the Anaheim or the uh, Oakland Athletics, as they always do this, where everyone's like, that team's going to be garbage. And then you're like, well, they've got these four prospects you've never heard of that they got from these trades for dudes that are superstars now. They make me so angry. 
So I think this this division is going to be quite interesting. Last year, the Houston Astros ran away with this division. I think part of that was they chalked up a ton of win. Now, the team was good. I don't want to take away from that. They, they did win the World Series. But I think they had a huge advantage to them that they started steamrolling teams in that division in June when there was a ton of injuries on everyone. Not just not just the Mariners, but the Rangers looked to contend, and all of a sudden they were out of it, and the A's fell out of it, and the Angels were hurt because Trout was on the DL, and da-da-da-da, and that's how they were able to amass a ton of wins. Again, they were good. This year, I... I mean, spoiler alert, I'm going to pick the Astros to win the division, but I don't think they run away with it again. Well, if you look, it's hard to get back, and most people will tell you it's harder to keep the success. When you're climbing the ladder like Houston did, and you get there and you win the World Series, it's harder to stay there than it is to get there. And if you look just at baseball, it's been 10 years since a team that won the World Series has gotten back to the World Series the next year. I mean, it's been a decade. I think the Phillies were the last team to do it. And so the numbers in history certainly suggest that it won't be the Astros that are in the World Series. I believe the Royals were the last one. No, to win it and then get oh, back. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the Royals they went lost and then won. and got back, which which again is amazing. But you know, once you win, I mean, look at the Cubs. The Cubs were a juggernaut, mm-hmm. right in sixteen, and not that they were bad last year. They won ninety games or whatever it was. So it'd be the Phillies were the last one to do it, right? I think yeah, the Phillies won and in then, 08 and then and got then back they went in back 09. and lost to the Yankees. Lost to the Yankees. So. Just the numbers in history suggest that it probably won't be Houston. Now, if you look at them, they're really good and young, and you would imagine, I think they're going to run away with the division again. But you never know. How big a championship hang-up does that, or hangover does that team have? I don't think they have much of a championship hangover. I, I look at that team, and I see a young team hungry to make a dynasty. You know, They're almost entirely young. They're almost entirely home-built. That was the whole point of them tanking for eight years was sure. to build this juggernaut of a team of young players who they can control for seven years at a time. They've got a full season of Justin Verlander. Yep, uh, which I think is going to be helpful for them. They bring over Garrett Cole. I know he was great Forgot in Pittsburgh. That. They, he was great in Pittsburgh, but he had a bad year last year. On a but team they, that underperformed. That is true. So maybe get him in there in a culture. Dallas Keuchel's going to pitch well. I mean, Garrett Cole's going to be the three. Right, it'll be. Yeah, you're it'll probably go, go Verlander, Keiko, Cole. I actually think they'll go Keiko, Verlander, Cole. Keiko, yeah, kind of the same. Thing Keiko's for, the guy. Right. Keiko's the, the guy. He won a Cy Young there. Well, and and to agree and with Verlander's John, Verlander's not going to get his panties in a bunch by being the number two. And, yeah. and to agree with John, he goes home to Kate Upton. And still, disagree with you is I think the Astros run away with this. I don't think it's even really? close. Yeah. I think that the gap between the Astros and the second best team in the division, which I think is going to be a really interesting race for the second best team, is insurmountable. I think they win by 17 to 20 games. I think what I really like about this division is I think the Mariners are better. I think the Angels are better. Um, I think the Rangers are kind of the Rangers still. I think they're going to be worse. Uh, They might be worse, but uh, who knows? And I think because the Mariners and the Angels are slightly better, I think there's a good chance that this division has a shot at a wild card. I really do. I, I I don't disagree with you, and, and I you know the the math is certainly there for the. I think I'll say this to kind of wrap up the Astros, the possibility of them 
not running away with the division. I see what you're saying, and I see it there. But I think that would have to be the Astros coming back to the rest of the pack. I don't think any of the other teams are going to take a big enough step forward to challenge. If the Astros come out and play like the Astros, I agree with Mike. They're going to run away with the division. But there's a little bit of a hangover. Maybe there's an injury. Maybe something happens to the baseball elf. Maybe Verlander and, uh, and Upton get a divorce, and that causes a Maybe she starts dating Carlos Correa, and that causes a rift in the, in the locker room. You see Correa's girlfriend? Friend, fiance. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's going to switch for Kate Upton after the World Series. I I, I, I'd leave her for She's not Kate, Kate Upton. Upton. <laughs> she was. She talent was there. Depends what she the like. Talent right. is there. But I I think that I think I agree with Mike. I think they're going to run away with it, but we'll see. But I agree with you. I think if you take them out of the mix, I think the teams that are left, I think any one of those three could fight for a wild card. Hopefully, it's Seattle, um, but we'll see. I honestly think the Rangers are going to be the worst team in the division. And it's solely because their starting rotation is an absolute joke. Yeah, it's a mess. So right Cole now. Hamels is number one. Great, good number one starter. Although he had a down year last year. Matt Moore, Doug Fister, Mike Miner, and Martin Perez are the rest yeah. of the starting rotation. Stop, stop right there. Doug Fister and Mike Moreau, Mike Moore are solid Matt starters. Moore? Matt Moore, sorry. Uh, I know a guy named Mike Moore. Shout out if you're there. You're probably not. Plus uh, the PD of the Wolf. <laughs> Matt, Matt Moore and Doug Fister are solid starters. Okay, Matt Moore hasn't been a solid starter since like eight years ago at the Rays. Doug Fister is 900 years old and got rocked the last time he tried to pitch for the Red Sox. Mike Miner can't stay healthy. And Martin Perez is actually not that bad, and he's their fifth starter, but he can't stay healthy either. Name a starting pitcher for the Oakland A's. Kendall Graveman. Dang it, I hate you. Sean Manea. I hate you so much. <laughs> Stop. Don't say any more. Don't make me look worse. <laughs> I don't know if I know anymore. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm good at those two. <laughs> you had this look on your face like, I got another one. No. <laughs> the, the point is with Oakland, and I think we'll all agree, is it doesn't matter. We don't know any of them. It won't matter, but somehow they'll throw those guys out there and they'll get six and a third, a three-hit ball out of my, well, my, And here's the thing with the A's, too, for the random people. Matt Olson and Matt Chapman came up last year and hit like 30 home runs combined. Right. You're like, who are these random people? And now they're being talked about as like mainstays for the lineup with a lot of power. And oh yeah, they got Jonathan Lucroy this offseason, Pat- who's still a solid catcher. Patrick wanna- Patrick said it two segments ago. They will just find a way to be scrappy. They shouldn't be. So they they should be it. garbage, but they're never garbage. They'll they will have like just 75 a- wins. Yeah, and- they'll just find a way to be scrappy. And I and I can't stand it. They drive me nuts. Uh, but and we'll get into this as as after we leave. I mean, we're all picking the Astros to win this division. I imagine. Uh, just for the sake of spite, I'm not. Okay, but yes, you, you gonna go? You gonna go with the uh, the Oakland A's? Uh, no, I'm gonna go with the Mariners. But <laughs> but it'll be Houston. It'll be Houston. Um, okay, so keep on that, and then we'll get into this next as we start picking other division uh, other division winners and seeing who's going to get to the playoffs and such. But I'll leave us on this note. The reason I think that the Angels and the Mariners will be in the conversation for the American League wild card is because outside of Cleveland, the Central is not that great. Some could argue the Twins, but I don't buy it. Uh, and then the American League... The American League East is going to be Boston and Red Sox. That's it. Or Boston and New York. That's it. Yeah. Like Toronto's not doing anything. Orioles aren't doing anything. Sorry, Joe. Rays are clearly on the on the restart. And the Blue Jays are going to pretend like they're contenders until they deal Josh Donaldson. I, I agree. I, I think whoever whoever does not win the AL East, the other team, Boston or New York, probably is a wild card. Which for leaves, sure. Which leaves the second. Which leaves the second wild card. And I, and I agree with you. I could see very easily, hopefully, well, Seattle and Anaheim going toe-to-toe for it. And to be honest, as a Mariner fan, that's really 
what we're shooting for. They're yep. not going to chase down Houston. They're not going to chase down one of the two monsters from the AL East. You're shooting for the one game, uh, second yep. game wild card, I, and I'll take that. I think there are two teams, if you're an ALS fan, and trying to get that wild card, that are a risk to you. I think it's the Twins, mm -hmm. who obviously did it last year and ha gotten better. And they did sign Lance Lynn. And they got Jake Odorizzi as well. Odorizzi. Um, and then it's the it's the Blue Jays. I think that if the Blue Jays, I know I, I'm down on the Blue Jays this year, but if they can be competitive in the AL East, I could see them nabbing that second spot behind whoever's in I'm, second. They do have four legit starters. I'm, yeah, I'm only knock. I agree with you 100. I'm only knocking Toronto down because they're going to have to play the Yankees and the Red Sox 50 times, and they're going to have to trade Josh Donaldson, yeah. or he will walk. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make some predictions next. We'll, next, we'll talk American. Let's start. Uh, let's go. Let's switch over to the National League. Change things up. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Say 20 here. This is the hot corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. Next week, Mike will be out. So it'll be just me and Joe. And uh, it'll be the night before. Joe, what should we do on the night before? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's. We that's really a big can do question. whatever we want. That's true. I mean, um, maybe we'll just. We haven't done the divisional breakdowns, but then again, I don't want to steal that from you and Mike. We did it last week. You weren't here. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shows uh, how much I listen to the we, show when we I'm could not here. We could just do all uh, March Madness and just not even do baseball on <laughs> the evening baseball. Just the day before the season starts. Right. Like, welcome into the hot corner. And you guys you guys know what's going on tomorrow. We'll just do basketball today. Well, Opening I, day eve. Well, I don't no. know. Are there any uh, Champions League uh, soccer matches going on? Uh, no, we're waiting until April for that. Uh, well, okay. You guys could. I mean, and I don't know. We can uh, just get your opinion on it. One of one of my pet peeves has always been opening day is sacred, mm -hmm. and baseball screws it up all the time. And They're screwing it up this year. Well, but this year there everybody's playing on the opening day. Oh, really? Yeah, this, this is the first time ever. since like nineteen sixty. Nineteen sixty eight. This is the first year that everybody plays opening day. Does now, everybody have a day off the next day? Yes, half the teams <laughs> do, and I hate that. That's that so drives dumb. me crazy because the Mariners. So dumb. In fact, the Mariners. Small I wait battles, all year. Guys, small battles. We won one. We get everybody right. an opening day. But I wait all year, and so the Mariners play Thursday, and then they're off Friday. Then they play Saturday, Sunday. They're off Monday. Drives me nuts. But and my point being that this is the first year since 1968 they've had everybody playing. And that, I think, is long overdue. I think that is awesome. I cannot. I mean, so it's a positive and a negative. I I do leave Wednesday night to go to New Jersey for Passover, which is why I'm not going to be here next week. Um, so I'm going to be on vacation on Thursday, but I'm also going to be with family and, like, doing stuff. So, like, yeah, I, I can watch the Yankees because I'll be in the Yankees market. But I also won't be able to sit there for 12 hours and watch every baseball game that's going to be Where, on TV. The Yankees or the Mets open at home? You can't you can't sneak in an opening day back on the East Coast? Uh, Yankees are in Toronto. Okay. And the Mets are at home, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's opening day, Mike. I'm not, go, I'm not going to support the Mets or the Cardinals, so. Uh, all right. John. No. What if, John, what if I told you right now that these three people are free agents that the Mariners could totally sign? <laughs> Seth Smith. Had him. Drew Storen. 
Had him. In Houston Street. Uh, you know what? I've always liked Houston Street. Now, I don't not. I feel like that's a weird they aren't bias gonna, that you have towards a really average pitcher. They aren't going to cost I'm, a lot. I think it's because his name's Houston. What about <laughs> Jason Worth as a free agent? Well, again, and not to, let's be not better get, than Ichiro. And that's where I'm going. And I'm trying not to not to drift off onto another anti Ichiro rant. But there we are like those. The ratings go. There up. are half a dozen <laughs> outfielders right now that I would have rather taken a flyer on and put in left field than Ichiro. That drives me crazy. That Seattle. Did. I know why they did it. I get it. But. Worth is one of them. Melky Cabrera. I'd rather put Jose Bautista in left. Your chances are you're only going to need him for oh, a yeah, couple Melky's months. Still a free agent. Oh. Yes, play, let him play left for two months. In theory, Gamble comes back, and we don't need anybody anymore anyway. The only reason I would root for Jose Bautista in a Mariner uniform starting in the outfield is that you play the Rangers 19 times because <laughs> I will watch that over and right? over and just to over see what again. happens. <laughs> but yeah, I would have rather done any of those outfielders and you were going through the list of free agents you could put you could argue there's a pretty solid team you could put together a pretty solid team with some of the names that are still available trevor rosenthal would be your closer well he's still out there brad yeah. brandon phillips Is he recovering or, from like he got tommy john didn't he uh, i think so i brandon, think so brandon phillips would start at second for you well i wonder you know net with the with the phelps news tonight and i haven't had a chance to sit and read any of the articles or anything Ooh, and john I, Jaso. i don't know that had him former mariner you know let's have white dreadlocks over here no thanks <laughs> uh he prior we were talking about backup catcher mike marjama prior to the reign of mike marjama which is about to start uh jaso <laughs> was a great the, name jaso was the last Matt Bar mariner backup catcher that i liked Mm, yeah, yeah. I was a big did, fan of him. I was, think up, he had a future. I was upset they gave, got rid of him. And then he grew dreadlocks, which was weird. But the whole point of all of this is that I wonder if DePoto will go get – that was a big part of their plan was having that arm. I wonder if DePoto goes and tries to tries to get some, tries to get a Greg Holland. Drew Storen, Greg Holland. Greg Holland is much better than Drew Storen. Right. I understand, but does Greg Holland hold out to be a closer somewhere? Well – at this point, so don't you what? just want to be on a team? The Nationals need a closer. You know? No, they don't. They got Doolittle. <laughs> no offense. No, Mike. they don't. Right. <laughs> I drafted Doolittle. Okay, let's let's keep him in Mike's the closer role. There's a good reason I didn't draft Doolittle. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think even if he demands to be a closer, like with the way bullpens are now, like we were just talking about, is Edwin Diaz pissed if he goes to the eighth inning? Or is he young enough where he's like, okay, I get it. He's young enough. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you've got now your bullpen is now you got awesome. A great end of the bullpen. I would I would do that. And I don't think Depoto will. And but. your eighth inning guy throws heat. Yeah. So why is Depoto so averse to signing free agents when he loves to trade every human? I don't know. But it jams me up. <laughs> <laughs> because all you hear, you know, not the Mariners got new ownership a few years ago, right? Local ownership finally got rid of the whole. Thank God. Right? And that was a, well, and that was a shadow over the Mariners for a long time. That's what you heard is you have this absentee ownership in, in Japan that's never been to Seattle, doesn't never been to a game. So the Mariners finally got rid of that and moved on from it. And all you've ever heard from the new Mariner ownership group is that there's money to spend. We have money to spend, and we'll spend it. And DePoto won't do it. So either he has some master plan where he's saving that, or maybe that's just not him. I don't know. But he sure doesn't like to do it. And, again, in a year where there seems to be lots of affordable options, this would seem to be the year that you would do it, and he didn't. And. Uh, we'll well, desperate out. times call for desperate measures. Well, Should again, we... I, that's, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what the beat writers say here when I get home. I'll, I'll read some of their articles, but it, I'm interested to see what they say because Phelps was a big part 
of what DePoto wanted to do. And with him gone, I don't know that they have another guy they could plug right in there. So maybe the Mariners make a splash here late in spring. I have a crazy, crazy idea. Trade for Andrew Miller? No. Maybe Jerry DePoto is saving all this money because they're actually the secret leader in the clubhouse for Bryce Harper. Gosh, that would be giddy. (laughs) You kidding me? That's actually it. They're like, you guys think right field sucks? I got a plan. Right? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Uh, that's Kyle Seager kind of sucks at third. I got a plan. Hey, speaking of not to. They're going to go get Machado and Harper. Not to derail us here, but speaking of secret plans. We're already derailed, dude. Speaking of secret plans, can we talk just for a minute about how bad uh, Shohei Otani sucks? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's eight. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have like an 170 RA? Okay, time out, time out, time out. Oh, he's awful. Time out, time out. Hold up on this, hold up on this. Okay, I am so down to derail this for a full segment. Okay. Okay, let's go to Joe. With sports, we do have to break, yeah. and then when we come back, because we're like kind of on time right now. When we come back, I'm totally down to just bash Shohei Otani. Yeah. Are we cool with that? Yes. Are we cool with that? Yes. All right, we'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Eight thirty-three here on the hot corner. Uh, right as we went to break, we uh, were chatting about what were we talking about? <laughs> Otani. Shohei Otani. <laughs> talking about some dude named Shohei Otani, aka the new Babe Ruth, aka the biggest wave coming into baseball since I don't know the DH. The yeah, object of know. my affection for many months. That was true. This off-season. We sat we sat in this studio. Yes, we did. On this show. Yes, I believe John was in the house. Yes, right here. And we sat here and said the Mariners A should go for him. Yep. B Otani should sign with them. Yep. And C this will be the greatest thing to happen to the Mariners <laughs> since Ichiro slash Griffey slash being brought into the league. Yep. We did. We said all of those things. And I thought uh I thought for sure he was the key to the offseason plans. And when he chose Anaheim, not only not Seattle, but our division rival, that just pissed me off. I was super mad about that for a long time. <laughs> it was such a random team choice, too. Right? The Angels. They were like, didn't seem like they were in it at all. Uh, and so I believe I saw something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make up these stats because I can't find them uh, so quickly off the top of my head. But I believe in spring training, Shohei Otani, the new prize possession. I have his stats for you. You do? Mm-hmm. The prize possession of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, what has he done in spring, Michael? Uh, as a hitter, Shohei Otani is hitting 107, and he is 3 for 28. That's not good. All three of those are singles. <laughs> now, as a pitcher, Shohei Otani has a... 27 ERA. He has two games started. He has lasted two and two-thirds innings total, and he's given up eight earned runs, nine runs on nine hits. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In In ever, ever, Jerry. Jerry, In In ever. ever. How many of those were home runs? I think Mm. he gave up some bombs, too. I do not know that. He got drilled a couple of times. I believe I saw the Angels play the Dodgers in a spring training game. And uh, my app was like, check out this Kershaw curveball. And I pulled it up, and it was to Otani. 
and Kershaw just threw a Kershaw curveball, and Otani looked like me up there. Well, that's what they're saying is Otani has never seen breaking pitches, essentially. Like this, yeah. Like this, and especially the curveballs. Right. And that every time a curveball goes up there, he looks completely lost. Yeah. He's okay against fastballs and maybe even sliders a little bit, although apparently he's only got three hits, so not very good. Um but curveballs to him are a mystery. And, well, guess who's going to exploit that? Every major league pitcher yeah, ever. Every guy. Because they can all throw a curveball. Right. Well, it's just, it's in, it's interesting. Uh, Colin Coward says this all the time on his show. He says, it's it's hard to be great at one thing. It's almost impossible to be great at two. And you just wonder, I mean, the hype from this guy was the two-way player, right? The Japanese Babe Ruth, pitch and hit, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And... You know, Japanese baseball is excellent baseball, but it is clearly a step down from the major leagues. And you just wonder if he's just not good enough at either one right now to come over and not just do one, let alone try both in the, in baseball. It's hard to hit a baseball. It's hard to be a major league pitcher. And here's this guy trying to do both. Um, you know, again, to be honest with you, this is this is kind of what I expected had he signed with the Mariners because that's the Mariner way. Right, he would have picked the Mariners and then sucked. Yeah, he went that's with the a Angels. Dodged. He went with the Angels. I figured he'd be the greatest player ever, and he very well may become good. He's obviously Truth. a talented kid. He's only um, what, like twenty three years old? Right. He's obviously a talented kid, but I wonder if you won't see them shut down one side of this. I wonder if they'll just say at some point, "Look, you're done hitting or you're done pitching. We got to figure this. We got to recoup some of this money. You you got a chance to be a good player on one side of the ball." And and they they stop this whole two way thing. I, well, I, the thing that is interesting to me about this is we really haven't seen a Japanese player come over and fail instantly. Right. Like a lot of, a lot of the times. Yeah. They usually have they get real hot early. Yeah. Like because Daisuke. they're just different. Right. Because yeah, they're different and they have a different arm angle and they use different pitches. And then either they stay good. Um, and this is, includes hitters, too. I mean, you can say, I'm just going to reference Yankees because it's easy. But Hideki Matsui was good his whole time. Uh, Ichiro was good for yeah, about Ichiro 10 years. was good his entire time. Uh Masahiro Tanaka is still good. Still Not as solid. good as he was in Japan, but solid. Right. Um, Hideo Nomo pitched forever. Mm-hmm. Right. But and, then you also had no hitter. like Kaz Suzuki, and he was awful yeah. after like a half of a year. Yeah. And then Daisuke was great year one and then was a disaster after that. Gyro ball. Um, right. I forgot about that. I believe it's pronounced Euro. Euro. <laughs> the Euro ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Shohei Otani could potentially have a good year. Even like, because spring training is, it's it's goofy, different, right? It's different, It is right? funky, yeah. You get a pitcher out there, so it's like, yeah, you don't want to say, okay, uh, Corey Kluber goes out and pitches a day and gave up four home runs. Oh, he's having a tough spring. And it's like, no, he went out and threw nothing but curveballs. Right, he was practicing like, a pitch. Every single pitch yeah. was a curveball. Right. I've, read, I've read a couple of articles down there, including stuff from the GM, and... He, by all accounts, he just looks lost, like completely lost. And I think it's telling. They, there was a report that came out today um, that said, uh, came across the, the internet that said they were going to start him on opening day uh, just as a DH. And almost like half an hour later, the Angels GM came out and said, that's not necessarily the case. So rather than just let that play out, the GM has come out and said he may – Start. We may send him down. We may start in the minors. And yeah. I think that's the biggest question. Like the Angels are a team, though, that has an owner who is overbearing, right? And uh, would want the big prize guy to be up there to start the opening. Sure. Of course. But let's talk baseball. And Mike Sosha is not afraid to tell that owner what to do. No. Uh, let Let's talk like true. Let's take owners out and coaches out and money out. 
I don't see how you don't send him down to the minors. By by all accounts, that's what should at happen. least for two months. Just let him see some stuff. Let him fail. Don't right. put pressure on him. Let him try to figure out what the hell he's doing. You know, I mean, it, it's because that's what I've heard too—that he's lost. Well, and that's and he, if you're lost, there's right. no way to go but even more lost. Well, in kind of the Ichiro situation, you know, there will be 50 Japanese media members at every single game. Exactly. And if he starts the season 0 for 10. You know, one for 15, something crazy like that. You can't tell me the pressure on that kid isn't going to go crazy. So what's best for him is to probably send him down to AAA. Now, I agree with you. I don't know that they will. Yeah. But um, officially, to sound like a jerk, I couldn't be happier. (laughs) I I just hope he bombs and sucks because I was mad that he spurned the Mariners. But what's best for the kid is probably send him down. It'll be interesting to see with a week here to go uh, what the Angels decide to do. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you know, I, I'm not a Mariner fan. I'm not an Angels fan. You know, I do root for the Mariners just as the local team, and I got a ton of friends that are Mariner fans. I don't like seeing them fail. I've got really no card in the hand of Shohei Otani. Sure. Um, but what I really don't like in baseball, and this could be a fundamental problem of baseball, as we've talked many, many times about how to progress the game and keep the game going, I don't like, and there's a texter that texts in on the fan text line, 55305, call them some grape hype media magic. I really don't like hype media magic in baseball. Like, if you're Mike Trout, you deserve to be hyped. If you're Clayton Kershaw, you deserve to be hyped. Bryce Harper, you know, even when Bryce Harper was 16 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to see you actually do something before I'm willing to give you hype. Now, if you get there and I like, I don't like Max Scherzer. I don't care for the human being. I think his different colored eyes and his big nose and his former Tiger history rubs me the wrong way. But the man is good. There's no hype about him. Sure. I don't like the hype of somebody we've never seen. And before. I think a lot of people would agree with you. And I think in in my Mariner bias aside, I think I think the people that come out and are kind of quote unquote happy at his struggles are going to be those same people that there was a ton of hype surrounding him coming. Insane and amount. I, and I think a lot of people felt just like you and said, well, come over here and do something first. Yeah. You know, I'm all for it. If right. you show up and you're a Cy Young pitcher and Be that guy and, and we'll a 30 give you all home the hype run, you home run, dude. Like, you yeah, know? I'm in. I but will even, love you. I mean, Mike, even the way that he came over and kind of poo-pooed the, you know, dismissed the Yankees. And the, I mean, the New York Yankees. Yeah, he wanted. And he's he like, want a big city, right? Like, I don't want. I'm too good for the. I don't want to play for the Yankees, you know. And so, I think you are going to have a lot of people that kind of root for him to fail right off the bat. And I got, I got kind of emotionally invested in the kid. One of the reasons I was so mad he went to Anaheim is that I couldn't root for him. Like I wanted him to go. Yeah. Like if he ends up in Cleveland, yeah, ends up in Chicago or I St. Can Louis, to, I can or, root for the kid. Yeah. And I think baseball that would be so cool if this that's guy. How, that's how I feel too. Right. If this I guy, want, came, I want him to succeed. Me too. Because it's a cool story. I did until he went to my division rival, and so <laughs> you know, if he was in another city, you could be like, how cool would it be for this guy to come over and be a great pitcher and DH on his off days, and that would be a neat story in baseball would eat that up but when he went to anaheim i was like i can't root for the guy and now he's struggling and i'm kind of like good i know i know it's super early and there's so many factors especially in the angel system but do you guys think he's gonna turn it around um honestly i i don't know if gun to my head too many factors well gun gun i'm interested in gun to your head gun to my head i'd say 
I think he'll be better than spring. I think he'll figure out how to be a decent player in the majors at the very least. You can't be that good in Japan and just be utter crap here, right? It just that doesn't happen where it's like whoop, completely, completely awful. I, you can struggle. You can struggle to adapt to Major League Baseball hitters or pitchers if you're Otani, but you're not going to instantly turn into one of the worst players in spring training. The kid right? has talent, for sure. So He's better than this. Gun to my head, I'll say yes, he'll get better. But there's so many factors. I have no idea. Is he focused too much on both? Is he going to have to be told by the Angels, look, you got to pick one. I wonder See, if it'll he likely wonders. Be, it'll likely be pitching. but I wonder if he wonders the Angels was a bad choice. Maybe. I think that's, that's what, what I'm waiting for. I think that's what will happen more than anything else is I think eventually, they, whether it's this year or not, I think the Angels are going to shut down this two-way thing. Mm-hmm. And then the question becomes, is his ego, is he like, well, then I want out because I want to do both? Or is he humble enough to be like, all right, maybe I can't do that here? And I think there's a big part maybe of him. Maybe he's hitting 050 and he goes, yeah, maybe I'm not a good enough hitter. <laughs> right. I, I wonder also if that's why it didn't really matter with who he signed. Because he's only on what a two-year deal, three-year deal. I don't remember what because it, because it was remember, a pretty small deal. Remember they yeah. were like he left so much money on the table by coming over now and not coming over later. Right? Uh, maybe he just spends two years in Anaheim trying to figure out how to play baseball in in America. Then he comes to Seattle and is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I like your optimism. Yeah, I like yeah. that optimism. Yeah, right. Speaking of optimism. After Bryce Harper and Manny Machado signed. <laughs> you guys, I got a way that we can get Bonds and Griffey in the same outfield. We don't even have to give up that much. I can totally make this happen. <laughs> On that note, when we come back, we'll figure the rest of this show out. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I almost did it again. Ate food right before I came on the air. How was that best of show, Joe? It was good. Uh, people actually thought that you guys were legitimately on air, which is always, you know, what you're trying to sell with the best of that show. That always happens. They always text in like hot takes about it, and you're like, this was from like a month ago. <laughs> I had somebody come into the brewery the other day. And they were like, dude, I caught the best of show the other day. I was like, oh, really? I didn't get to hear it because I was trying to find the podcast and I got lost and I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I don't think I posted a podcast. That's fine. Was, you know. And and I was like, oh, I didn't get to hear it, but I wanted to. And they were like, dude, they did the Lunchables. And I was like, oh, good. Yeah, God. that's how we opened up the show was with the, with the Lunchables. Lunchables segment. It was good. It was nostalgic. We hadn't <laughs> talked about all the old foods and stuff. Oh, so it was great. man. I was, I, was, I was holding out for uh, the extended lost segments. <laughs> We should. I bet you. Talk about SpongeBob like also. <laughs> two more years, we could have a whole best of show that's two hours of lost segments. Or of just like nothing, no baseball related, sports related, any subjects. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, we could pull it off. All right, I figure we take this last chance and we'll just we'll just dive into it. Wait, I have an answer. Oh, here about, we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm giving you crap, Mike. You're of good. What Jerry Depoto said about the David Phelps injury. Okay. I have your hot quotes. There's a good and a bad. Oh, boy. Well, we want bad first, end on good notes. You want bad first? Sure. He was a big part of what we wanted to do. It's a big blow. There's no way to sugarcoat it. He was a big piece of what we were doing, and it's a big loss for us. The good thing, we do feel like we have some depth there to work back from. But it won't be an easy spot to fill. There's a reason why we Coach went and speak. got him. There's a reason why we were excited for his return. He'll be missed. What I don't want to hear is, hey, we have this guy over here that can pitch just as well. No, that's no. not... So that's the bad, but right. then he said this. 
Fortunately, we are at the time of year where players are a little bit more accessible than they sometimes can be. There's a reason why we've been pretty active the last couple of days trying to fill some of the depth and back of where we believe our major club will be. I will anticipate you'll see even more of that in the days to come. That means he's signing Greg Holland. Greg Holland? Yes. Paging Greg Holland? Yes. But it Make totally, our World Series predictions right now. Totally contradicts <laughs> what he said earlier, though. That's the magic of DePoto. We got two closers. We're going to the series. Look, DePoto was a relief guy. Maybe he's getting loose. Maybe he thinks he can give us an inning. Here. Who knows? All right. You said you wanted to do picks before we run out of time. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, Patrick? I do. Sorry. But I do want to mention this uh, text on the fan text We're line. Run out of time. I remember the Lunchable and SpongeBob segments. Did you do SpongeBob too, Joe? No, we didn't do the SpongeBob. SpongeBob was just us two, wasn't it? Uh, could have been. I don't I've know. been here for SpongeBob. You guys went on a rant, and I just sat here silently. <laughs> That's why you thought I wasn't there. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's try to pound this out. Uh, Patrick, that's a pickle. Yes. <laughs> you needed a jar. I'm like the high kid with no kids. And I don't know what a SpongeBob a lid. is. It's the lid, not the yeah. jar. That's not a lid, Patrick. That's well, no, because he goes first, take a jar. Patrick, that's a pickle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, you need a jar. And then he, then he goes through the like lid. 500 the things. Lid. And the then lid. he goes, the now lid. take the, the lid. lid off the jar. <laughs> and he sticks the whole thing in his mouth. <laughs> He's touching like everything but the lid. Yeah. The lid, the lid, the lid, stop. Perfect. John, do you know what these people are talking about? Yes, I have children, oh, and SpongeBob it. is huge at my house. I'm, yes. And SpongeBob. I thought John could be on my side, but then I knew he had kids. Was actually funny for adults, too. I, I really, of all the crap my kids watched growing up, I like SpongeBob. SpongeBob's I'm, good. I'm pro SpongeBob. Do you know uh, the scene we're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you kidding me? My kids are all, were all into that for a long time. That was my favorite oh, ever my SpongeBob gosh. scene. Second favorite is little, little, little Lee. <laughs> From when they're on the ship with the Flying Dutchman. Yep. Which, which now I understand the random text messages that comes in that I'm like, that person's writing jargon. Yes. And it's little, little, little. It says little, little, little. Yes. They're like doing war cries. And then Patrick's just, little, little, little. All right. Yeah, we're going down this road again, aren't we? No, no, no. no. Predictions. The good news is next week I got a ton of stuff to talk about when it's just me and Joe. Predictions. Predictions. Who you got? I will stop. <laughs> Mike, who do you got in the World Series next year? No. This year. <laughs> uh, in the World Series this year, I will take the Houston Astros oh, once not, again. Not picking your Yankees. I, you might not know this about me, but I feel like it's in bad form to pick my own team. I feel like, A, it's like bad luck. You should be a Mariner fan. You'd never have to worry about it. <laughs> I feel like, A, it's bad luck. Come on over. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon, Michael. And, B, if I lower my expectations, I'll enjoy the ride more. Fair enough. Um, but, I look, the Astros are amazing. And they added Garrett Cole. Are you right. freaking kidding me? Right. And their bullpen can't be much worse, right? Okay. So, I think they'll win in, in the it's American League. It's about the same, which is pretty bad. National no, they'll is, just trade. National League's tough for me. I'll say the Cubs. I'll okay. say Astros Cubs. I refuse my World Series pick. I refuse to pick the Yankees or the Astros because I hate them both. So I'm going to nod over here to my uh, fellow Palouse Pirate and say the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Nationals. Ooh, you're going to take the Nationals. I'm going to take the Nationals, and I'm going to say that they flub it again. And uh, <laughs> Of course they do. Along the Cuyahoga River, the mighty Cleveland Indians win the World Series. I like that. He's got me fired up. I'm going to side with both of you on two different instances. I think the Cubs are going to be a juggernaut this year and get back to the World Series. And then 
them Cuyahoga Indians. There you go. Get some redemp, and the Indians are your 2018 World Series champs. Ricky Vaughn. I'll be, I'll He's be going there. up against my own personal thing. He's I'll be there. team. Dang right, Mike. I had to sit here last year and watch the, my team lose to your team on television. Live I did on that. the air. And people were like, that was so funny, man. That was so cool. And I was like, yeah, shut up. I hate you. <laughs> so there's got to be something. There's got to be some form of retribution. That is such a great moment on 1080 The Fan Air is when Brett Gardner got that single. And he yeah. goes, and... Frankie Lenore does something I've never seen him do, and I want to kill myself, and here's Joe with SportsCenter. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, and ground ball to short, and throw to first, and the Yankees are going to the American League Championship. I give you credit for coming in and doing it. You're a true professional. I wouldn't have done it. I know. I almost I didn't. stayed at home. I almost didn't. And then my boss, Jeff Sacramento, was like, it'll be awesome radio. I'm so pumped that you and Mike are going to be on the show tonight. It was, good, I was, radio. Like, it was good radio. I was like a fifth whiskey deep, but I was like, I guess I'm coming in. Well, it was like, good how are we supposed to do a show when both of our teams are playing? Yeah, yeah. We were just like this the whole time, staring at the TV, barely talking. Right. It's not fun when someone's like, that was such a cool moment. And I'm like, that was one of the worst moments of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We want to give a big thanks to Mr. Big John Sucannon for coming in. Gentlemen, we'll thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We'll see you at the uh, All-Star break. Day after the All-Star That's break. That's how we we'll, do this. We'll talk about this again. Yeah, Thank we'll, you, fellas. We'll be here. We'll Thank check you, back in on the Mariners. Uh, it'll just be me and Joe next week. And we'll probably, why not, like, break things down a little bit? I guess. A little extra, know? like pick winners and Cy Young's MVPs. Sure. Why not? Yeah, I'm going to go with Trout and Harper. That's what Vegas says, and they're always right. So much for that tease, huh? Probably not. I'm probably going to go with, like, Frankie and Frankie. He could win the National League, too, right? Anyway, we'll do that next week. For Mike Lynch, I'm Patrick Harris. Big John in the house. Joe behind the glass. We'll see you next week. Go do something I would do. Opening day, and here's the first pitch. And the season's over.